The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. If you've been listening to Veritas for some time, you should know by now that I don't believe anything. I either know or don't know. Even though I've had people on my program who claim to predict the future, I bring them on because many of you request them. And it's interesting. At the same time, even a broken clock is right twice a day. That being said, a few months ago, one of our listeners had been in contact with me to recommend that I interview an alleged gifted psychic from Brazil. This was back in October, November, December 2019. Unbeknownst to me, because a lot of his messages fell through the cracks, I found out he was actually sending me information about this person since 2014. Just a few days ago, while conducting pre-interview research, that's what I do when I consider prospective guests, I decided to look into the documents. I was perplexed, for lack of a better word, when I read that some of these premonitions had materialized and the timestamp in my inbox was before the events took place. So this gets interesting. What surprised me the most about this man is the accuracy, specificity, and clarity of his premonitions. These are not the -the run-of-the-mill predictions like there will be a tornado in the Midwest portion of the United States this summer. These are premonitions with names, exact dates, specific location, etc. I know what some people will say. Why didn't you post this before? And I will answer the same way. Because the messages fell through the cracks. This is why I say tonight's program is not traditional. Remember, folks, I get guest suggestions and information on a daily basis. And sometimes with my other responsibilities, it's very, very difficult to digest all of it. So after I read a lot of the documentation, I made contact with a gentleman. His name is Professor Juscelino Nobrega da Luz. He is from Brazil. Amazingly, he speaks many languages. He was born in 1960 and has had these premonitory dreams since he was nine years old. I was told I could have a translator available to conduct a future interview. But I did an interview like that some time ago and it was extremely difficult. And that's when I was the translator myself. So I almost refused to do it. So I decided to call Juscelino today to get to know him and see if his English was fluent enough in order to conduct a future interview. Our chat was almost an hour, and it's included in segment two. The conversation includes future premonitions, and you don't want to miss it. When we conduct a full two-hour interview in the future, I will request questions from you, from members of the audience. But for now, I wanted to introduce him to our Veritas audience and get your reaction on some of these incredible premonitions. The open-minded skeptic in me always tries to find logic and reason and thinks that this is impossible. And this is the first time I've encountered someone who provides information with so much detail. The jury is still out with me, but if any of the premonitions included in part two materialize, then we will know. Here's how he does it. He has vivid dreams and writes them down in multiple languages. He says that he's done this thousands of times. Then, if it's relevant to a country, let's say, he writes to the respective country, to the leaders of those countries, that is, he dates and timestamps the letter and attaches a post office receipt 
also stamped with the date in which he mails the communication. This is done so that people can't say, well, how do we know this or that letter wasn't written yesterday? Here's what I'm going to do in segment one. I will read and comment about some of these premonitions that are more relevant to our audience. There are others that are more localized and some that pertain to other countries. I'd like to receive your feedback. I initially posted a few of these on Facebook and received a lot of participation. So take this as a trial run and see where it takes us. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Divinia Water, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Fabregas. What Juscelino sees at any given quote-unquote time is accurate for that moment in time. In the astral plane, where he visits at night and has the dreams and premonitions. There is no time as such. He says he sees events like a movie and whatever language it is in, he can understand it. He then writes the letters to whoever he needs to and is given the addresses to post the letters. As events unfold on Earth, as time progresses, the energies that manifest the events may change so that what he actually sees on the premonition may not actually occur on the earth plane. About 70% do come true, however. The first one I'm going to read is the one that caught my attention first. I had it since December of 2019. It's dated October 28th, 2019, when he sent this letter to the White House. So it reads like this to President Donald Trump, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, etc. The subject is... Attack in Iraq will cause you difficulties to your election and environment. Now remember, English is not his first language, so it's pretty fluent, especially his written English, but there may be parts where it may be difficult to understand, so bear with me. So, dear President Donald Trump, repeating my old letter of August 10th, 2017. So apparently, he sent a letter. He says, registered by post office from August 10th, 2017, he's repeating the same letter, through the medium of your esteemed and respected daily. I wish to inform you and authorities of the difficulties for your election in 2020, and USA's locality will face terrible attacks due to the radical terrorism and effects currently happening by killing of, check this out folks, General Qasem Soleimani, by name leader of the Revolutionary Guard, the Quds, in Iraq between January 1st to 2nd of 2020, and copies of eight pages about North Korea understanding between both presidents, and in another sense, 
also Iran will strike back your country afterwards. Take a look at the dreams below and read them all. Now, before I continue, apparently he has a 70% success rate. So num dream number one, it says, an attack which will be classified by the Iranian government as an act of international terrorism has the potential to escalate from what was already extremely tense and volatile. Iranian General Qasem Soleimani, leader of the Revolutionary Guard, the Quds, elite force, to be triggered by U.S. attack on Iraq, will be killed between January 1st and 2nd, 2020. Iran will promise revenge severe, which will, be, will bring danger and discomfort to U.S. citizens and allies in the world. They will have many attacks in Iraq, as it is very close to presidential elections, people will think about George W. Bush that had done the same either, and Donald Trump's victory will be November 3rd, very hard to win. What he means is that this situation will make Donald Trump's re-election very hard for him. That's the first part, he says. So far, he's not saying that Trump will lose, he's just saying very hard for him to win. I'll read the third dream. It says the 100 passenger aircraft, I guess he's talking about an airline crash, in Almaty, Kazakhstan's largest city. At least 13 deaths will be confirmed on December 27th, 2019, and may increase because they will be in serious condition. The crash will happen shortly after takeoff. The aircraft will lose altitude, cross a concrete wall, and hit a two story house. The plane will take off from Almaty, the country's largest city. Banfor, Nur Sultan, the capital. The aircraft is a Fokker 100 and belongs to the Beck Air Company. Flight safety rules fail. With maintenance issues, the aircraft will touch the runway with its tail twice. The landing gear will be retracted. Then again, I don't follow every piece of news around the world, folks, so I didn't know this. So then I went looking for the possibility of this becoming a reality. And yes, on December 27th, at least 12 dead in Kazakh plane crash near Almaty, just like he had the premonition. Officials said 60 other, six other people aboard the big air flight, which was bound for the capital, have been taken to local hospitals. About 12 people were dead. He said 13. Now here's another dream, read number seven on this document. And this, again, floored me. And I'll tell you why in a second. It says, five people will be killed and four others injured after a small twin-engine plate crashes into a post office parking lot in Lafayette, Louisiana, southern United States. The plane will take six people and was heading to the city of Atlanta for a football game. The four likely to be injured include one person aboard the plane and three others ashore. Of these three, two are postal workers. One of the fatalities will be Carly McCord, sports reporter. Her husband is Steve Ensminger Jr. Will not be on the aircraft. The aircraft will crash about 1.7 kilometers from the city's regional airport. And this is why this struck with me. Because I was in New Orleans, very close to Lafayette, at the end of the year from the 25th through the 2nd of January. And I was there when I heard of the plane crash. And uh, one of the coaches of LSU apparently is the father-in-law of this female, Carly McCord, sports reporter. So this man, Yusselino, mentioned exactly what happened 
with names, locations, and even where the plane was going. Again, this letter is dated timestamped October 28th, 2019. Dream number eight, at least 90 people can die on December 28th, 2019 in an attack on Somalia's capital. Among the victims will be severe, several students who will follow in a van just as trap truck armed with an explosive device will explode. Then I went on Google to find if this became true because I had no idea. I don't follow all the news, but guess what? December 28th, Mogadishu bombing. A suicide truck bomber killed at least 85 people at the ex-control Afgoya police checkpoint in Mogadishu. So he said 90 people dead, 85 dead. On the same document, during number nine, Gugu Liberato will die. This apparently is a very important or well-known presenter in Brazil. He will die in the United States, will fall on November 21st, 2019 from a height of four meters. I mean, look at how specific while doing an air conditioning repair in the attic of his home in Florida. He will have intracranial bleeding and will be found to lack brain activity and will generate many suspicions and battles on the part of his inheritance. Plus, he will leave a will. Again, I go to do a search on this, and indeed, he died on November 21st, 2019 in Orlando, Florida. I'm skipping a few, but here's another one that got me by surprise. It's about the fires in Australia. Dream number 11. The fires in Australia will be worrying the whole world, mainly because they will be devastating the local fauna. More than 500 million animals will die, and that number will be expected to rise even more if the fire breaks out. The death toll will rise to over 30 people, and over 1,600 homes will be destroyed. There will be over 300 fire outbreaks throughout Australia, and the intensity of the fire will not decrease due to the high winds and the heat that will reach 46 degrees Celsius. This climate can reach 60 degrees Celsius by the year 2025. Cities across the country will be making emergency evacuations. From January 1st, 2020, we'll start to get worse until possibly January 14th, 2020. Then heavy rains will plague the country. By the way, we discussed this during our chat that you'll be able to listen in segment two. He always ends his letters by saying, I hope I'm wrong, but that's what I saw in my premonitory dreams. And then he says, therefore, I wish to draw the attention of the concerned authorities with the help of all scientists and newspapers all over the world. Hopefully, you will be able to help us in drawing their attention and resolving this matter at the earliest. Thank you. Yours sincerely, Yuselino Nobregad Daluz. Dated October 28th, 2019. Then he gets a response from the White House. Not really the White House, but this is a response from the Trump campaign, 30 October 2019. Now, basically, they're adding him to the list of the campaign. I know that doesn't mean that they acknowledged the letter, but at least we're seeing that there's a response with his name on it immediately after they received the letter. So put yourself in my shoes. You all of a sudden read this letter in January, but go back to your records and the inbox and show that that letter was in your in your messages from December. Now he has my attention. Now here's one letter sent to 
the president of Ukraine, dated October 26, 2019. Dear President of Ukraine, Vladimir Alexandrovich Zelensky. Subject, airplane crash. Attack in Iraq will cause you difficulties to your election and environment. And he says, repeating my old letter to Ukraine airline company, apparently he sent a letter before, through the medium of your esteemed and respected daily, I wish to inform you and authorities of the difficulties to this company afterwards and effects currently happening by killing of General Qasem Soleimani, leader of the Revolutionary Guard in Iraq between January 1st and 2nd of 2020. And I repeated that before, but here he's talking about the airplane crash, the Ukrainian airliner. Dream number one, a Boeing 737-800 from Ukraine International with 170 passengers and six crew aboard will crash shortly after takeoff from Imam Khomeini International Airport, which serves the Tehran metropolitan region. The aircraft will have technical problems early in the flight and will crash after some minutes. Flight 752 will depart from the Iranian capital to Kiev. Ukraine will be due to quote-unquote airplane engine failure. Most possible deaths will be foreigners. May die of the following nationalities. Iran, 82 passengers. Canada, 63. Ukraine, 2. Nine crew. Afghanistan, 4 passengers. Sweden, 10. United Kingdom, 3. Germany, 3. The fall or crash will be on January 8th, 2020. Now, I'm recording this the day after I spoke with Juscelino. Today is Saturday, January the 11th. This has now been confirmed by the Iranian government of having been an accidental shutdown by a tour missile system launched by the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. Now, let's analyze this further. I'm on Wikipedia right now with current information. Remember, Juscelino said the nationalities... Iran 82, Canada 63, Ukraine 2, and 9 crew, Afghanistan 4, Sweden 10, UK 3, Germany 3. Now let's see what Wikipedia is saying. Iran 82, Canada 63, Ukraine 11, Sweden 10, Afghanistan 7, United Kingdom 3. The numbers match almost 100% except for Afghanistan that had 7, not 4, as he said, but the rest of the numbers are incredibly accurate and he sent the copies of these letters i have copies right here in english and also in ukrainian so he wanted to make sure that what he was saying could be understood and he would get someone's attention incredible let's go to another one i'm sure you all remember the malaysia airlines flight 370 that disappeared on March 8th, 2014. Probably one of the most mysterious disappearances we've ever heard of. Even to this day, we have people discussing it all the time. Yesterday, I spoke with somebody else, not Juscelino, who told me about information that I cannot share. And even if I wanted to, I wouldn't, just because it sounds so far-fetched that you wouldn't even believe it. But again, doing what I do, I cannot discount anything. But there's a letter here from Juscelino that he sent in 2013. Let me read it to you. And it's directed to Mr. Director of Malaysia Airlines, Kuala Lumpur, City Air Terminal. And it said, I sent a letter to you on December 26, 2013, 
where I spoke of the possible crash of the airship MH370, and I have sent previously or previous copies of letters for the authorities of your country and the embassy and consulate of Malaysia in Brazil, warning them that the plane would disappear between Cambodia and Thailand. However, more details emerge about the possibility of being in the Indic, he says Indic, he means Indian Ocean. I am a humble person and have these precognitive dreams since the age of nine and 70% become real. And it continues, you do not even need to talk to me, but I know that your company is experiencing financial difficulties. However, the planes must have more maintenance and more attention and care with all the crew, customers, and all employees of Malaysia Airlines. Now, I'm not here to dictate, but I will try to alert them that someone will try to kill President Vladimir Putin on a trip he will make to Brazil and unfortunately will directly hit a missile in flight MH17. That was the second Malaysian Airlines flight. Remember, folks, this was July. He's saying, he's predicting July 17th, 2014, Brasilia time at Brazil, where we'll victimize 298 innocent people. Therefore, I urge you to avoid the route between Kuala Lumpur, Ukraine to Malaysia. It will be an area of intense conflicts and also the route of Israel to Palestine. The MH17 aircraft, Boeing 777, will live, leave for Kuala Lumpur, Amsterdam to Amsterdam and will be shot in Taurus near Shekstersk, about 50 kilometers east of Donetsk, near the border between Donetsk and Lugansk, self-declared independent by separatist areas, and most of the passengers are Dutch citizens. Finally, my desires are not that, are not that this happens. So avoid the aforementioned area and look for the tickets MH370 in the right place. Again, folks, remember, he's, English is not his first language, so I'm trying to translate as best as I can. God bless you all, he says. So what did he see on Malaysia Airlines? Based on the letter dated 2013, he had accurately mentioned the disappearance of MH370, the location, and even the number of people that went missing. Now, what is really terrifying, shocking, and interesting, depending on which angle you look at it, is that he had, in March 2014, warned about the fate of MH17 and accurately mentioned that 298 people perished in the attack. And yes, he mentioned missile attack. He also mentioned something which has not been verified yet. He said that the missile is directed to President Putin, but instead the missile hit MH17. 17. And I see, I have the written letters that he sent to Putin. By the way, he, I believe he mentioned 298 and the authorities reported 295, but they missed to include three infants that were not reported as in the list of passengers. Well, this is incredibly accurate, but I have the written letter here. Might as well read it to you. It says, Oslo, April 22nd, 2013. President of Russia, Vladimir Putin. And he puts the address, Ilinka Street, Moscow. And let me read it. It's a little bit difficult to read. As the first part, I am enclosing some important information which can happen on the next, in the near future. One, besides Malaysia Airlines, flight MH370, which will be falling down despite central computer system collapse, 
On March 8, 2014, there will be another Malaysia Airlines MH17 on the region of Donetsk. Donetsk, I read that already. And then number two, he says, unfortunately, Ukraine and Russia will start off a big conflict this year and is going to be strong in 2014. And separatists and all governors of Russia and Ukraine will start off a big conflict. Uh, three, he says, floods will be strong in Serbia and Bosnia-Herzegovina and Croatia on May 2014. And I express my sadness or sadness on the lost lives there. Uh, about the homeless and the damages that will cause by the flooding. And then number four on the on the written note, he says, Israel and Palestine, Palestine, Hamas, will start off a new conflict in June of 2014 and May. Many innocent people will die. I hope to be wrong cordially. Again, Professor Dusselino. Nobody got to lose. Again, in the letter, he mentioned 20, 298 people and Malaysia stated 295 again, but changed it to 298 after they discovered that they did not add in the three infants into the final count. Now, how accurate is that? I'm looking at some notes here. He apparently predicted the attacks of September 11th in New York and uh, the death of Michael Jackson. And this is from his book in 2005. Remember, Michael Jackson died in 2009. He says that so far he has a 70% accuracy rate and the 30% actually changed something that caused the event not to happen. Here's another one. Here's a letter from September 10th, 2019, directed to Mr. Joseph Robinette Biden. I don't know why he keeps sending stuff to, and we'll discuss this in part two, but he apparently sends stuff to a lot of the liberal parties. Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, Hillary Clinton. But here's one to Joe Biden. I don't know why. He should have sent this to Boris Johnson, who has been around since July of 2019. But anyway, it says, uh, the number one, the lorry driver Mo Robinson from Port Down, Northern Ireland, will be held by police after 39 bodies will be found in a lorry by suspicion of murder after the horrendous fine in Essex on October 23rd of 2019. The lorry is going to travel from Seabridge, Belgium, into the port of Perfleet, Perfleet in eastern England. A vehicle that will be docked in the Thurrock area and maybe it will be from Bulgaria. And if you know the details of this event, it is exactly as he said. Then number two, Typhoon Buoli. Typhoon number 21 heads toward Japan on October 21st. 2019, it will gain power, will be classified as strong, and this typhoon requires attention, although the course may change. Typhoon Niguri follows direction in Kinki and Tokai. Two typhoons will advance toward the main archipelago with the 20th and 21st approaching Kanto and Tohoku. And if you look at Wikipedia, it shows the typhoon was there, the duration of October 18th to the 25th. Again, very accurate. Then we have a gunman will steal an ambulance and run over several people before being hit and probably will be arrested by the Norwegian police in Oslo, capital of Norway, on October 22nd, 2019. And if you do a search, once again, exactly. Armed man hits pedestrians with hijacked ambulance, October 22nd, 2019. 
If it were a debunker, I would say he's going to Google and copying and pasting. But then I'm seeing these timestamps and the stamps and some of them with the post office showing the receipts with the dates that he's showing here. In this case, September 10th, 2019. And here's one that I didn't know. Strong winds will knock down power poles in South Patrick Island, Texas between October 20th, 21st, 2019. Do a search and what do we get? Exactly the same dates. And here's one about Bernie Sanders. It says Bernie Sanders will be a Democratic presidential candidate for the 2020 presidential election in the United States will be discharged on October 4th, 2019. <laughs> Uncanny. If you do a search, exactly the day he was discharged. Again, remember, this letter is dated September 10th, 2019. And it says, from the hospital in Las Vegas, because of a heart attack, I will have to undergo surgery due to a blocked artery, which is an acute myocardial infarction. Sanders will be in third place in the Democratic primaries national polls, with a little over 16%, Joe Biden will continue to lead, but Elizabeth Warren will rise a lot in the polls and may outnumber Bernie Sanders. Current President Donald Trump will not win the 2020 elections and pass the Democratic competition between Joe Biden versus Elizabeth Warren. Either of them can be the new U.S. president, but at this moment, spiritual energies point to Joe Biden's victory of presidential elections of USA. And Bernie Sanders has to support one of them and get away of dispute for health care as soon as possible. It will be better because he will be in life threatening or his life will be threatened. This is what I have seen in my premonitory dreams. I hope you have some premonitory dreams about Ukraine and Hunter Biden. Maybe he'll change his views, but let me just remain neutral, impartial. And here's a letter he sent to Chuck Schumer. Dear Senator Charles Ellis Schumer. And it's dated July 24th, 2007. Enclosed copy of the letter of July 23rd, 2007. And others, I would like to extend my thanks to you for ex your excellent service. <laughs> he doesn't know him. For your country. It was truly an honor to have you with us and your presence in the field of U.S. Senate you made USA. Again, pardon the way I'm reading this, but I'm just reading exactly as he wrote it. More memorable, moreover, the efforts you have undertaken to improve Democratic Party. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to laugh about that. Citizens' relations are exemplary. I, I know for a fact that my spiritual message finds your work extremely commendable. For my part, I can do nothing more than send you this alert with a spiritual message, but express the same admiration. And here is below my spiritual message. Honestly, I wonder if his dreams are persuaded by his political views, but I'm going to leave that aside for a moment. It says, number one, Barack Obama will win two elections as president of the USA, 2008 and 2012. Number two, Charles Ellis Schumer will be reelected as senator of Democratic Party 2010 USA. Number three, Hillary Clinton, Democratic Party, and Donald Trump, Republican, will be the candidates of presidential election in 2016. And if it happens, Donald Trump will win the elections for president. So maybe he's not as biased as I thought. 
His dreams, that is. However, I have nothing against Hillary Clinton, but she has she has any chance to win. I guess he means he has, she has no chance to win the elections of presidential dispute or competition in the USA, and Donald Trump will have ace in the hole against her in 2016. Number four, they will have a they will have a strong earthquake of 9.0 in Japan on March 11th of 2011. We all know that it happened. And there will be an explosion at Fukushima plants causing serious problems between 2011 to 2019 because there will be a tsunami and it will be possible to kill many innocent people there. And number five, Al Gore to win this year's 2007 the Nobel Peace Prize. Mr. Gore, let me give you an inconvenient truth. Things have not changed since you made that movie. But again, that was just a parenthesis. Let me continue. And by the way, I'm, I'm just looking at the at this message, this letter, and it has a United States Post Office stamp dated August 8th, 2007. I don't know how you can fake that. That's because that's received in the United States. It just... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, return receipt, where he has his name and their name, Senator Chuck Schumer, and the stamp from the post office when they received it. So, again, this is catching my attention because, anyway, number six, in the end or at the end of this year, it's going to be, it's going to have a great recession, and financial crisis starts off in 2007, 2008. The emergence of subprime loan losses in 2007 will begin the crisis and exposes other risky loans and overinflated asset prices, with loan losses mounting and the fall of Lehman Brothers on 15 September 2008. A major panic will break out on the interbank loan market. They will have the equivalent of a bank run on the shadow banking system, resulting in a many large established investment and commercial banks in the United States and Europe will suffer huge losses and ever-facing bankruptcy, resulting in massive public financial assistance, i.e. government bailouts. Even so, this will spread along the whole of Europe, Greece, Iceland, Portugal, Spain, Italy, France, Ireland in 2009 to 2017, and Brazil and Argentina between 2015 and 2018. And as it's customary for him, I hope to be wrong, but it is what I have seen in my dreams. Cordially, Juscelino. And here's another letter, and once again, he's writing to another liberal politician. I would say that uh, he only writes to liberal politicians, but he wrote to Donald Trump. So it's not all of them. Here we go. This is directed to Governor Gavin Newsom. One, much of California will be expecting to go on high alert on October 11th, 2019, due to major fires going through the southern United States. Dozens of buildings will be destroyed and thousands of people will be evacuated in California, Los Angeles. A fire will be declared in a northern neighborhood of this Calamessa city, USA. And it's a little bit blurry. This The resolution is so small that I can hardly read but it says uh, City USA and will be fueled by the hot winds of this western state as well as by the drought of the soil people have to leave while well, they can still do it 
the trend is getting worse in the coming years. So I guess they're going to be using dead weather manipulation or directed energy technology for years to come. I said that, not him. Number two, they will have many protesters after prison of activists in Hong Kong. This is for my folks in Asia. Thousands of protesters, protesters will continue to defy a ban on wearing masks in Hong Kong as clashes have again will take place between demonstrators, demonstrators and authorities. A petrol bomb will be thrown at the gate of the metro station and two government offices and a cafe will be vandalized, although the mood on next days is less tense than first protests because police will not use tear gas or shoot at the demonstrators. Crowds of people mostly will be dressed in black and can gather at the seafront of the tourist areas of Sim Shatsui on October 12th of 2019. Those manifestations will go until January 31st, 2020, and China may send army to fight demonstrators in Hong Kong. So he has a date there for the future uh, until January 31st. I wonder what comes after. Number three, a new asteroid will be included on the risk list of planet Earth and will be christened 2019 SU-3. The 14-meter diameter space rock could collide with the Earth on September 16th, 2000. Just zoom here for a second just to make sure that I read right. Oh, I guess it will be relevant to most of us. September 16th, 2084. In just under 65 years, the asteroid is currently the fourth largest threat to Earth. It is only behind three other objects, which are estimated to reach Earth between 2082 and 20, 2113, with diameters ranging from 9 meters to 700 meters. The chances of the 2019 SU-3 actually colliding with Earth are around 1 in 152, or 0.6%. The gravitational for 1 in 152, or 0.6%. I'm sorry, he had a comma in the middle. The gravitational influence of the other planets in the solar system could cause the asteroid to fall to Earth. Number four, much of California will be expected to go on high alert on October 11th due to major fires. I guess he's repeating that. Yep, he repeated that. So let me skip it. Number five, the Chinese Kuomintang Party, the KMT, will approve Sunday the appointment of Kaohsiung Major Han Kuo Yu as the party's candidate for Taiwan's 2020 leadership election, which can win the presidential election. And that's another future premonition, so we can't confirm that now, I believe. Number six, China needs to take an important step to reach the rank of one of the largest economies in the world after the 2022 crisis, which will be called the largest economy in the world in 2024. However, a trade war now with the U.S. is not advisable and not timely. This is a moment of unification and understanding and comprehension among China, Taiwan, Macau, and Hong Kong. All can be favored. And the best way is peace, harmony, balance, faith, above all right decisions. Cordially, Tusselino. And this one is dated August 8th, 2019. And the interesting part is, this is the death of, if you're a rock fan, Rick Ocasek, lead singer for The Cars. And he, this one is in Portuguese, but I'll read it. I, I can read Portuguese, I just can't speak it. But it says, Rick Ocasek will be found positively dead at his in his home with grave problems 
or heart problems, rather, on September 15th, 2019. And that is exactly when Rico Kasich was found by his estranged wife, Polina Porzhkova. This one is directed to the Minister of the Environment in the Bahamas, and it's dated August 1st, 2019. Dear Minister, I am telling you about some dreams that I had, have received last night, and we can see that the Bible God uses dreams for three purposes, to warn and give directions, to reveal a prophecy as happened in the case of Joseph, Genesis 37, 5, to encourage a person or a group. It is very important to say that care must be taken because not all dreams are given by God. Normal dreams are usually the result of mixing our memories with our imagination, and they are, number one, Hurricane Dorian will unleash massive flooding across the Bahamas on September 1st, 2019. And indeed, it did. Pummeling the islands with so much wind and water, and it will be Category 5 off on the scale. The fearsome Category 4 storm will be slowed almost to a standstill, and it can be shredded, can shred roofs, hurl cars, and force even rescue crews to take shelter until the onslaught passes. The death in the Bahamas will come after previous storm-related fatality in Puerto Rico. At least 21 people will be hurt in the Bahamas. Meanwhile, in the United States, warnings across the Florida and Georgia coast forecasters expect Dorian to stay offshore, but it is going on that direction either. On September 2nd, 2019, Dorian will turn over Abaco Island with battering winds and surf and heavy flooding. On September 1st, 2019, Dorian's maximum will be winds will sustain reach sustained winds will reach 185 miles per hour to 197 kilometers per hour with gusts up to 220 miles per hour tying the record for the most powerful Atlantic hurricane ever to make landfall in Marsh Harbor Abaco where Hurricane Dorian will move in with winds of around 185 miles per hour on September 1st, 2019 that will have result of mass flooding the Bahamas archipelago is no stranger to hurricanes. Unfortunately, they will have some fatal victims there. And one of the victims is Ernest Ramming. Risks are higher in poorer neighborhoods that have wooden homes in low-lying areas. An advisory from the hurricane warns that Florida's east central coast can see a brief tornado sometime and floods with strong winds and rains. Every single word that he used there came true. Number two, the Bahamas will drench by heavy rain over June 19th of 2020 and cause many problems and possible deaths. Number three, by the end of November 2019, we'll have five more hurricanes that can hit the Caribbean and the U.S. with categories three to five on the scale, potentially causing death and destruction in many places. Thankfully, we didn't see that, but we did see some hurricanes follow one another. Number four, a candidate for the October 2019 local elections in Colombia will be killed along with five others in a massacre that will be committed in a southwestern municipality on September 2nd, 2019. The armored vehicle in which she will travel to Suarez Mayor Karina Garcia will be the target of a long-range weapon attack and she may die. 
and looking for confirmation here on my search engine, and indeed, she died. And the headline reads, this is the price you pay for trying to do honest politics in Colombia. I guess that happens everywhere if you are really a moral person, a principled person, unless you play the game, or at least play some of the game, you don't end up like JFK. And this I found on his website. It's a letter allegedly dated October 11th of 1996. But I believe there's another one that I... Let's see if I, if I find it, I'll read it. It's dated to, uh, let's see, 1991 that he sent the government warning of Princess Diana's death in 1997. But I'm going to read you this one. It's handwritten. See if I can understand what he says. He writes like a doctor. To Princess Diana Frances Spencer. And he writes the address, Kensington Gardens, October 11th of 1996. Dear Diana, you are just one year younger than me. And in 1991, I met you in Brazil. I remember nothing lasts forever. No one lives forever. People all over the world must understand that we are the same wherever we go, insofar that at the same time the flower that fades and dies, and winter passes, and spring comes, which embrace the circle of life, or cycle of life. That is the greatest love. Go beyond fear. Go beyond fear again. Beyond fear takes you into a place where love grows, where you refuse to follow the impulses of fear, anger, and revenge. Love makes us feel safe and bring us to, brings us closer to God. When you go beyond that is when you find true love. Keep singing, singing takes you beyond and you are going to understand my spirit guidance as well. Holy guidance. And then he says, number one, here, behold, I can observe through my dreams that Diana will possibly die on August 31st of 1997. And first, she will leave the Ritz Hotel through the back door. The car will have four occupants when she will be with her boyfriend, Egyptian millionaire Dodi Al-Fayed, will bump into the 13th pillar of the Alma Tunnel in Paris, near the Seine River, France. It will not be an accident, but a murder. It will only be caused by speeding and the drunken of the driver, I guess he means the drunk driver, Henry Paul, that someone will put something in his drink on purpose that will drive the Mercedes S280 being also a victim of the tragedy. I guess he means that he will also be a victim of the tragedy. They will say that it will be to escape the paparazzi and will be the bodyguard will be rescued and will be taken to a hospital. Diana, take care because you may die a few hours after entering Pitié Salpitrie Hospital. Wow, he even called it by the name exactly. Due to internal bleeding, severe chest and head injuries, and lung damage. I had informed you in 1991, including that you will participate in 1997. A, Red Cross. I can't read what he says here. Something about Red Cross. B, oh, Minefield in Angola. As you know, she was an activist with about minefields in Angola. 
see of your visit in August in Bosnia before everything happened with you there in France. There is a conspiracy against you from England some way there. I guess what he really means or meant was the crown. And he wrote a letter on August 14th of 1991 to Special Programs, the London Television Center in London. Dear Editor of a special, special Programs, I'm writing to apply of the position of my dreams, which I have seen on Diana Princess. I hold, Princess Diana, he meant, I hold a degree of teacher and environmentalist. Besides that, I have a tale of premonitory dreams. I had the opportunity to work in a big communication event as a writer. Because of that experience now, I sure that I can contribute to your TV program. In content are with new ideas, a lot of motivation, and below I am offering some holy guidance. One, behold, I can watch throughout my dreams that Diana Princess, or he means Princess Diana, will possibly die and then parenthesis be murdered on August 31st, 1997 in Paris. She will leave the, again, rich hotel through the back door, what I just read before. And on that day, they will guilty the paparazzi, oh, they make the paparazzi guilty. There will be a conspiracy against both Diana and her boyfriend, and there will be, have a plan to kill both in 1997. They will have an attack in London. Oh, this is 2001 when he's writing this. There will be an attack in London on July 7th of 2005. And by the way, my wife was there at that specific tube minutes before that happened. At any rate, there will be an attack in London on July 7th of 2005 with four blasts that shall hit trains underground, London buses, and will kill many innocent people. Number three, they will have a great scandal of an English child murder in Algrid Luz, Portugal. Her name is Madeline McCain. McCann, I'm sorry. Who will be killed by accident, accidentally medicine or ex... He says accidentally medicine excess, what he means probably an overdose of medicine use, and the body will be hidden there on May of 2007. There will have many speculations of afterwards. And as you know, many people speculate that she's still alive. I hope to be wrong, and who knows, we can discuss my qualifications further. Thank you for your time, and feel free to contact me. I guess this is kind of a resume or a curriculum vitae that he's sending the media in the UK. And the response, I have a letter right here. It is indeed a letter from the London Weekend Television Limited, the London Television Centre, Upper Ground London. Letter dated 1 October 1991. As a response of the letter that I just read. Did I say 2001? It's 19... Let me go back to it. I'm sorry. Did I say 2001? It's actually... I may have said it right. August 14th, 1991. Now, here's what they wrote to him. Dear Mr. Nobregada, Firstly, apologies for the long delay in replying to your letter. Quite simply, we were overwhelmed by the response. Thank you for taking the time to write. Unfortunately, the response has meant we have been completely oversubscribed. We have, however, placed your name and address on file for feature reference should the situation change. Thank you for the interest. Best wishes, special programs. Imagine if these people that declined to have them there later 
found out that that letter and the predicted premonitions actually came true. All of them, the terrorist attack, Princess Diana's murder, and the rest of it. Incredible. Now, here's a letter that I won't read, but he sent it to Her Majesty the Queen. And this is on September 15th, 2009, where he talks about Prince William Arthur Philip Lewis, William of Wales, who will be marrying Kate Middleton on April 29th, 2011. I think this is before they even had that date set. But he talks about Prince William becoming king. Did this? I don't think came true. He says that he would become king four years after marriage and that he would have two children. They have three. And he's still not king. And I'm trying to find a few more premonitions that have materialized. But this is one. A letter is written November 12th, 2017. And I'm going to read the majority because they're all over the place, all over the world about natural disasters and so on. Here's a couple I'm going to read. This one, I don't even know who the artist is, but I'm recording this on Saturday, January the 11th. But he says, Montero Lamar Hill, Little Nas X, I guess, I guess he's a rapper, is running a big risk of suffering some kind of attack by someone who is planning to kill him on Sunday, January the 12th, 2020, a little bit early or later, he says. So, I don't know who he is, but since it's a future prediction that I'm seeing here, I wanted to include it on this recording. And trust me, my reputation is on the line. I'm not recording this later. I know we're airing this on Thursday. Today's the 11th. We're airing this on Thursday, January the 16th. Here's another one. Again, this is from the letter dated November 12th, 2017. He says, there will have Boris Johnson's victory for the post of British Prime Minister in the Conservative Party on July 23rd, 2019. The former journalist, former foreign secretary, and former mayor of London will be the final's favorite dispute to replace Theresa May, who will resign amid stalemate over the process of leaving the United Kingdom from the European Union, the so-called Brexit. Another one, Edna, I guess he means Mount Edna, will awaken between July 19th and 20th, 2019, with lava explosions and expulsions from one of the craters located in a deserted area high above the Sicilian volcano in Italy. And exactly that happened. And on this one also, Gavin Christopher Newsom, who won the election for governor of California in 2018 with 62% of the vote, and will be the 40th governor of California. That whole family has been ruling California for pff, over 80 years. Since Pat Brown, Pelosi, Newsom, Getty, all those, they're even Jerry Brown, they're all related somehow by marriage or, or blood. And for March 18th, 2019, he says this about Madeleine McCann. In this movie story, he says, there will be another new suspect in the disappearance of the British girl Madeleine McCann, who took place on May 3rd, 2007, when she was three years old. Unfortunately, once again, the track will be handed over to the Portuguese authorities by the London Metropolitan Police, Scotland Yard, and it will be another clue not correct. Because the girl was not kidnapped, there is no pedophilia involved, and no sex crimes, especially there was no participation of unknowns in this crime in Luz, Portugal. 
Here's our prediction dated January 4th, 2019 also. There's a few of them, but I'm going to choose this one regarding the attacks in Christchurch. So we've seen what's happening in New Zealand where they're taking the guns away from people. And the positive thing is that a lot of people are not responding to those demands. But anyway, here we go. It's number two on this list. Attacks on mosques can kill up to 50 people in New Zealand in the city of Christchurch. The city of Christchurch, New Zealand's third largest city in terms of population, will experience moments of terror on March 15th, 2019, and it will be accused of murder. His name is Brenton Tarrant. In two simultaneous shootings against mosques in the city, up to 50 people may be killed and more than 20 injured. The two attacks will be practically in sequence. The first mosque to be attacked will be Masid Noor in the center of the city. One of the attackers is Australian-born Brenton Tarrant. Then five kilometers from the first act of terrorism, we'll have a shooting at the Linwood Temple. There are many planning to attack in England, France, Canada, USA, and Germany afterwards. And that is exactly what happened, how it happened, who planned it, and all that's mysterious, and we've discussed this on this program, but the way he tells us it would happen, it did. Another one dated uh, January 11th, 2019, a couple of deaths here. Actor of Bard in Dance on Riverdale, and he forgot 90210, Luke Perry may die on March the 3rd, 2019. The actor will be admitted on February 27th, 2019, when he will suffer a stroke. He didn't say that he died, but that he might die. Then singer Keith Flint, lead singer of Prodigy, hit Firestarter, will be found dead at his home in Dunmow. United Kingdom on March 4th, 2019. The band prepares for a new tour in the U.S. for May 2019. And this is a very interesting one, especially for those who followed the fire at the Notre Dame Cathedral last year. The following is from January 4th, 2019, and it's especially important for those who followed the fire at the Notre Dame Cathedral. It's a few others before that. It's a, a bombs in in Sri Lanka and in Asia. But let me just skip to this one. Not that that one is not important, but number two. And this one is written, he actually deleted who he sent it to, but it says number two, Notre Dame Cathedral will go up in flames on April 15th of 2019 in a roaring blaze that will devastate the Parisian landmark. A searing will be lost for the city and for France flames that will begin in the early evening burst through the roof of the centuries-old cathedral and will engulf the spire, which can collapse quickly and will be followed by the entire roof. A huge plume of smoke will walt waft across the city and ash can fall over a large area. It will be carelessness of manned work for people there. I personally don't believe that. It did happen. But how it happened is the question. I don't think the cathedral will ever be the same. Allegedly will be completed, well, rebuilt by 2024. But with the evolution of the population, especially in Paris, I don't think the cathedral will ever be the same. It might be rebuilt, completed by 2024, but I don't think it's going to look the same. I don't even think it might be a Catholic cathedral ever again. It might be a universal religion, but the evolution of the demographics in France, I don't think it's going to allow it. 
In fact, I might even see the letters S-D-A-N after Paris, if you know what I mean. And speaking of predictions and premonitions, if you haven't, if you're my listener, you probably have watched this, but they're an animated film, short film, called I Pet Goat 2. Take a look at it. It foretells a lot, including exactly the same way the Notre Dame Cathedral fell fire and the spire falling the same way. Take a look at that. Just go to YouTube and type I, comma, pet, goat, and two, Roman numeral. Now here's one about Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones. This is dated January 6, 2019. And he sent it to somebody. He exited out the name, but it says London, UK. But it says, number one, Mick Jagger will undergo heart surgery and the Rolling Stones group will have to postpone a tour. Musicians should put value in the heart, finds himself with disordered heartbeats and weakened heart. Rolling Stones frontman Mick Jagger will have to undergo surgery to put a valve in his heart between April 1st and the 8th of 2019. They will have to postpone the No Filter Tour and the musician is expected to return to the stage in the summer of the Northern Hemisphere between June and September 2019. If nothing changes, but you should still be very careful about the health because serious risk to life that is hopefully, hopefully does not, well, I guess it didn't write that well, but anyway, serious risk to life. And not to inject politics here, but when I think of Mick Jagger coming to the USA to get a medical procedure, an operation here, what, he can't get no health satisfaction in the UK? He gets healthcare satisfaction in the US? He's always criticizing our system here, but then why he's using it? When you hear democratic socialists like Bernie Sanders or Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, who preach the beauty and simplicity of a single-payer Medicare for all system, obviously they haven't done their homework. They haven't talked to the people who actually live under it. If they had, they'd realize that Medicare for all equates to rationed healthcare. Everything is rationed under socialism. So Mick, I hope you feel better and appreciate our medical system here. It's not perfect, but at least you didn't have to wait a year or six months or even you be Mick Jagger and all your influence could not help you get an operation over there. So there you have it, folks. I wanted to give you one segment full of Juscelino's premonitions that have been met. Someone posted on my Facebook stating that people are being hooked wirelessly without their consent or knowledge to quantum computers, and that needs to be shut down. I agree. But who knows if Dusselino is one of them? But I doubt it. I don't think we had that technology in 1969. That doesn't mean that other people are not being targeted with directed energy technology to plant thoughts to them. The technology is definitely out there. But then again, we know about predicted programming. Neo's passport in the Matrix movie with an expiration date of 9-11-01. The many scenes from The Simpsons. Maybe Matt Groening is tapped into it. Or he's simply part of the elite who is letting us know what's coming. At any rate, all of this sounds very interesting to me. And I hope you're enjoying it. Let's take a quick break and then we'll proceed with my first conversation with Juscelino Nobrega da Luz in segment two. In segment two which contains a lot of future predictions, especially for 2020. See you in the member section. 
Thank you for listening to the first part of this important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the member section or join the Veritas family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focus Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Divinia Water, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. Now, proceed to the members section or subscribe, to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to Veritas. Because you don't want to believe. You want to know.